Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with... Jimmy! Will. <laughs> hey, Will! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> want to mess up the people that are listening fast speed. Right now you can listen to slow speed. That's not normal. <laughs> I do all. <laughs> yeah, anyways. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? <clears throat> Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Is that today? That is today. Oh, happy Reformation Day. Oh, oh, yeah. Happy Happy Reformation Day. I love Reformation Day. I'm eating 95 Reese's. Nailed it. (laughs) Did you get a picture of him eating all the Reese's on the table? You should have. Um, Well, because today's sponsor. That's going to show how much of a problem I have. is from uh, USA Diabetes (laughs) Prevention. (laughs) And. I like that she teaches our kid about health. Meanwhile, you're eating packages of Reese's. He just like well, it's, he so we're recording on a Monday. It. It's been all it's yeah. It's a Monday. It's a very Monday Monday. So, so for our listeners, today really is August the 31st as we record this, and it is it's not, truly actually, August it's, the 31st. It's October. <laughs> yeah. Right. October. You're already 31st. having trouble too because She's like it's August 31st. So Heather came in and was talking to Baker about the tech side of the podcast, and she was like. Do I really talk that fast? Oh, this is and funny. And yeah. Baker was like trying to explain that you can actually speed up the podcast or slow it down. And it turns out that apparently for her whole life, Heather's been listening to our podcast, maybe every other thing in her life on yeah. what, it was 1.25 speed. Which is so, why we were talking like this in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so she thought we just spoke that quickly. Yeah. Normally, I guess. She was, was only worried concerned. about how she sounded. She's like, it's weird, man. She's like, I sound fast. Like, video adds 10 pounds, but audio adds speed. All right. <laughs> okay. That's great. Stop sweating in my hat. I know. I can't help it. <clears throat> so today is October 31st. Um, so if Baker <clears throat> includes... Uh, our images today it'll explain a little bit as to why we're dressed the way we are we and what's this we business i i look like i well, do every monday you know what we we texted and we said monday's gonna be hat day we jeremy just looks like, like i mean jeremy wears hats like this all we time. were hat we I'm were trying to do spirit week for the podcast hipsters talk like that like uh, batman i'm a hipster is that oh, better my Lord. he had it right where's the my first coffee? where's my coffee so Will did not dress up and participate as usual. He's being a curmudgeon. Yep, that's what he dressed up as. <laughs> yeah. A curmudgeon. As a matter of fact. So today we are going to talk about the Reformation. Oh, we really? Yeah. Today's that was. Um, we're going to talk about what it is. Surprise, surprise. Should Christians celebrate it? Does it still matter? Yes, and yes. Okay. Well. All right. Well, thank you for listening. It's been great. <laughs> so I'm curious. Uh, what do you think? Do you talk to your kids at all about Reformation? Yeah, yeah. It, well, so I don't. I don't do like. I mean, I, I'm no Jeremy Berry. Jeremy like dresses up like like <laughs> Reformation era today. characters. And I, well, who one did you time, dress up as? I, I was one remember. time. I was Johann Tetzel. Yeah. And yeah. what I did, I had a tape. I did. I showed it during a sermon. Um, yeah. Uh, but two weeks ago, I had I, I showed a picture of a table. And I had different, um, and so what, what the purpose of it is, it's, it's kind of trick-or-treat. They get candy, but uh, they would come up. Because that's what Reformation was about, But candy. here's the thing, when they have their candy, I try to, I'm like, hey, listen, give me a piece of your candy and you can get some forgiveness. Yeah. And so they give their candy, to, like they give it to me, and, and the, there's these different idols they can go to. And the, one of them was like the cake topper of Adam and Eve. And I had things like that, like just made up idols. Well, they're all made up, right? Uh 
these these things that they could pray to or whatever, get grace from. And then one of the guys named, uh, you know, was dressed up like Martin Luther. I won't mention his real name. But he would come out and he would he would speak. Oh, John real Calvin. Name. Like it's super embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. Listen, listen. I, I have pictures. It's very. It is kind of now. Julie actually was with me. I didn't share the picture. She was dressed so like a, like a medieval winch. What's that? Where did you do this at? Uh, some lady in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> this is strange. Yeah. Hey, no, listen. Did this. you do it on Reformation Day? So like on Halloween. Yeah, it was on Reformation Day. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So let's back up for yeah. just. Are you finished on your story? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done. Are you, are you well, the, point, the only point I was making is that you I don't, do, I don't do that. You don't that go think, to the extremes. I think that's a little I've bit I've only done overkill. it once, and I didn't have kids at the time. I oh, think it, wow. oh, it's, it's cool to was do Was he even married? Oh, that's it. Okay, never mind. It's weird. It's weird. That Obviously, you're, I wasn't like, married. Come on, little kitties. to my Reformation <laughs> candy party. Um, no, I think um, I think it's good to talk about it because it it's, it's just helpful. So, like... For me, I just look for opportunities that can like actually come up in our life. You know, like what what's the difference between Catholics and Orthodox and Protestants? Why are these like three main divisions of of uh-huh. Christianity there? And right. and what are the differences? So like, um, I was watching a scary movie with Bella, and it was scary movies are always like Catholic. They're, always, they're always really Catholic because they're and, Catholic is kind of scary. And so <laughs> that's true. And so so Bella was asking me like something about. You know why are they doing that? And is that is that just part of the movie, or does that happen in real life? I can't remember what it was. And and I was like, no, that's real life. Like Catholics are actually that that wild. I mean, and, th- I mean, think about it. like even the architecture that's like medieval, like what's yeah. considered like that Catholic medieval mm-hmm. flavor. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. It's all kind it was of something experience. about a relic, like having a relic. It was something about a relic in the movie. And, and so course. she's like, do they really like esteem like things like that? I'm like, yeah, they do. And um, and There's I was a lot like, of superstition and all that stuff, right? And so it was actually like after the movie, I was able to like have a conversation with Bella about why the Reformation matters, and this is why the reformers were standing up against the Catholic Church, trying to reform the Catholic Church. Well, yeah. And I was—I think part of why. Okay, so so I think I don't think you should do Reformation. We don't do Reformation Day. We we really did it. I was it was asked actually asked me, would I come and be Johann Tetzel? Uh, it's not something I was like, hey, uh, what's my role this year? It was something like someone <laughs> yeah. asked me to come do it, so I went and did it. Um, and because I, I and I and anytime someone asks me to play a part, I go all in. Like yeah. I, I was like a, I was like I mean all like for a month I didn't I stayed in character. Yeah, it's that type of what's that acting called? You know, uh, psycho- psychosis. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't you know, know. where actors like don't leave character. I'm not that a, was me. I'm not, I was, I'm not a thespian. I wish, so I would, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went. So I went uh, and and went to this party. But I have like we talk about the Reformation. We will talk about the Reformation today. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I don't think it's important to necessarily go and to I think, parties. I, I think it. I think it definitely matters because church history matters. Um, yeah, it does. And so it's it's a it's such a vital piece of church history that we need to understand like where we fall as humans and in, in, mm. in the timeline of Christianity and what's happened before us and um, and I think it has ramifications for even like understanding the value of the Bible in our lives um, and the value of the church like the the church in its proper place I'm being serious I know you think I'm gonna say something goofy but Heather do you know why I love history it's no, I don't. It's, it's humbling because people think they came to conclusions by themselves. Like, why do you think it's by grace through faith, or by grace alone through faith alone and Christ alone? Like, these are things that, like, uh, you, where we we stand on the shoulders and giants of, of when it comes to 
any area of history, but specifically church history. And to me, it's a shame when you when you forget who these people are. And in fact, you see it. You see ignorance play a huge role in the church, especially with those who say, "Well, um, you know, what's the difference between Catholics and Protestants? There's not a big difference. We should just we all love each other. We all love Jesus. Right. But there's a huge difference. Like I think Protestants should know that Catholics declared you as heretics yeah. at the Council of Trent for believing that salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone." Through Christ alone, they agree. They disagree with all those things. Um, uh, so they disagree with sola scriptura, which right. is by, in Scripture alone. So they believe they disagree with these tenets that Protestants have kind of that that we hold to as true. That we assume all Christians. If you're a Christian, you believe that you're saved by grace through faith. Well, there's a lot of people who would claim Christendom who disagree. Yeah. And you don't if you don't understand history, then I think you fail to miss why that's the case. Thank you for that. I was talking to a Catholic friend one time about salvation, and um, did you walk into a bar with him and a Jew? Yeah, it was, <laughs> we had a great time. It was coal miners' lounge, and um, yeah. So, so, anyways, there we were, smoke filled bar, mm-hmm. and talking about salvation, and um, and this person was like, "Well, I I agree with everything you're saying. So, you know, really, Catholics and Protestants really aren't that different." And I was like, well, here's the deal. Like, your priest would not agree with what I'm saying. Right. So a lot of times I think um, people who are Catholic don't even have a full grasp of of how different uh, the, the, the churches are. Uh, and um, and so I, I encourage the person to talk to their priest. Like, go tell your priest you think that we're saved by grace alone and see what happens. Like, right. Like, I, I don't think right. they're I don't think they're going to be satisfied with that answer. So, so, Will, I had a question for you. Did you grow up um, in, like, just growing up in your, what am I trying to say? The church you grew up in. Did you n- learn and know about the Reformation? Oh, no. No, I didn't know about the Reformation. <clears throat> so why do, you, why do you think that is, like, um, do you think it's because certain denominations, certain people don't consider it to be as important or yeah i think so it's something so I, they don't necessarily understand at, themselves and i think so uh, cards on the table i grew up as a free will baptist um i think a lot of free will baptists either a don't know about the reformation or church history themselves or b if they do they associate reformers with calvinistic theology okay which which is for good reason because the reformers were calvinistic um which so Reformed theology is a very big God, very sinful man. We're saved by grace alone. The, I mean, the the five solas that Jeremy was just referencing are tenets that the reformers held to. And so, um, for example, in like the free will Baptist denomination, it was um, salvation is synergistic. It's uh, God comes halfway and man comes the other half with sinners, prayer, and works. And um, and and so there, there's an understanding of grace, but but there's a fear of Calvinism. And yeah. so I think for that reason, a lot of non-Calvinistic denominations just ignore the Reformation altogether because because the heroes of the Reformation are all Calvinists. Yeah. You know? So I, I think, you, so I learned about it a different way. But I want to say that I think for those who who don't appreciate Reformed doctrine or the, you know, that comes out of the Reformation are doomed to fall back into that that Catholic heresy without realizing it. So, so you may not say. So, it really is. I heard a um, a Catholic uh, apologist make the claim that he is able to reach fundamental Baptists really easily. Yeah, because and I and, believe that because it's like 
they will save by grace alone, but um, they don't. But they don't mean that you're saved. That that God before the foundation of the world shows you this idea of this right. Calvinistic doctrine. Right. He says they're, they're like, no, you have to have faith first for God to give you grace. And the Catholic goes, absolutely right. correct. We believe the same thing. We just believe that you know um, that this grace. You know that this faith um, produces works, certain works, seven sacrament, sacramental works to be exact, and God works grace through those things. But it's the same thing when you do these things in faith, God gives you grace, and and that's what the Protestants stood up, or that's what the reformers stood up against. But so many, so many Protestant churches are closer to, I think, a dangerous, more heretical doctrine than they even even realize. Yeah. Um. My now, I had grew up. No, uh, well, even like even the the big like one of the big things the reformers were fighting for was the translation of the scriptures into common yes, language, that, right? Yes, and yes, and yes. there were there were men and women who died for this cause so that we could have the Bible in our common language, the language we grew up speaking, that we could have God's word translated into our language. Um, but even like how how militant like I think like so many fundamental Baptist camps are about KJV only. Yeah, it's like we will not allow the Bible to be translated. Sounds um, familiar. Yeah, it sounds very familiar. Yeah, um, and, it's, and if you do, you're terrifying. not a believer. Right, it's terrifying. This is the exact same thing. So with John Wycliffe, they uh, uh, this guy who translated the Bible. This is before Luther. Um, they uh, they weren't able to kill him, so they dug up his bones and they burnt it. Uh, and it, sending him to hell. Now, obviously, you know the the you know the the other guys, the uh, uh, the KJV onlyers wouldn't go that far because I don't think they think they have that power. They would just claim this person was never saved to begin with because they didn't come to they didn't come to the gospel via the KJV. But to me, that's just as bad. I mean, that's just as weird and strange and wicked as, as the rest of it. Um, now, I grew up uh, again. We were in the Episcopal Church. They didn't really talk about Jesus at all, so they wouldn't have any chance to talk about. The Reformation. Your pastor talked about Forrest Gump. He talked about Forrest Gump, and when he sang, he shook kind of violently. <laughs> and so I'm being serious. His name was Scott. Um, Scott. I don't know his last Scott. name. I don't know his last name. We just called we him like name Bishop name. Scott. And he shook violently when he sang. And me and my brother used to giggle every single time um, because he would like you know hallelujah, and he was just like shook weirdly. And that's all I could remember. I remember that in Forrest Gump. And the Secret Garden. Ooh, that's a conversation. And then his wife time. left him for someone else in the church. Oh my! One of the deacons. Yeah. Wow, you didn't have to go that far into the story. Yeah, we got the idea. That was a necessary well uh, addition. To I the wanted show. to know that. <laughs> so, anyways, you can keep the tea for yourself, Jeremy. Jeez. <laughs> so, anyways, um, I'm spilling tea. That's a Gen Z term for you. Um, so, uh, what was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason I heard about it is because when I went started going to a Southern Baptist church, this is what, so after I converted, I remember saying something about, are we part of the Reformation? And some Southern Baptists were very, I, the ones that I knew were very strong, like, no, we are not part of those reformers. And they would go, they went all about, they knew all about the Reformation. And they handed me a book called The Trail of Blood. You ever heard of this? <laughs> No. You never heard the Trail of Blood? No. So they, they heard the Trail of Tears. That's that's Native Americans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a that's Trail a of Blood trail. too. Okay. Yeah. So this Trail of Blood. I don't know. That's how you have to say it. You have to say it like that. So listen, some Baptist, some Baptist for the yeah. Trail of Blood. Now listen, I'm not. We're we are part of a Southern Baptist church. We do not give people the Trail of Blood, but but this guy gave it to me, and the whole premise of the <laughs> book, <laughs> the pamphlet. It's not really a book. Yeah, I was gonna ask. It yeah. sounds like a pamphlet. It's a pamphlet, definitely. <laughs> when you leave in the bathroom, 
Um, so it it connects. It basically says that that Southern Baptists have existed since the days of Jesus. Not Southern Baptists, but oh, Baptists, gosh. starting with John the Baptist, and there's always been this Baptist trend. And it's because they care more about mode of baptism than they care about history, because really their whole thing falls apart. They will because they hate the reformers because they baptize. Yeah, infants. because right because right. they baptize infants, so we have nothing to do with them, right. <laughs> so, which is silly. That's 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 ridiculous. The United Baptists do the same thing. They, really, they have a, like a document that where you can like they trace from the from the twelve disciples. Oh my gosh! All whoa, the way to modern whoa, times. Whoa, whoa! Don't be talking about the United Baptists. Listen, I'm not well, throwing you, rocks. I'm just well, stating a fact. So they the have a doc- of- I've seen the document. Um, a friend of mine shared it with me. So the trail of blood, <laughs> the trail of blood puts literally is uh, when when it's going through the groups. One, a couple of them, one of them specifically in the church is like highly heretical, and oh, I'm God. like, you agree with them on one thing, <laughs> yeah. one thing. Don't associate with these people. On the one I saw, um, it it like skips like 300 years. <laughs> Coincidentally, it skips that time period when the Reformation happened yeah, yeah. in the 16th century. So, anyways, yeah. So that was I, I kind of heard of it as like a bad thing. Yeah. Um, which which is so which is so silly and dumb because it 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 forgets the Puritans. It forgets that there is a beautiful Reformed Baptistic tradition that exists. Um, and so yeah, I I I think we I I've always loved history. So then studying church history um, was just something that was natural, and I just became fell in love with it. So do you feel like that this is something that Christians today should celebrate? I mean, I definitely think that we should all be informed about it just because of the rich history that's there, but is it something that Christians should celebrate? As I would say, as much as they celebrate the 4th of July. <laughs> okay. well, here's why. Listen, listen I, yeah, all, nations, all nations fall, but the, the bride of Christ will remain, and this is a beautiful history. This is this is This is your family history not this is greater than national history this is your family history of uh and so absolutely i think it's so, a good word so how should you celebrate it then uh teach uh, it to you, your children talk just teaching i mean obviously you should dress, dress up, up as <laughs> find a lady's Tetzel. basement to go into yeah try and, to give some children candy <laughs> yeah good no, lord don't. No, don't do that if you can find a reformation party stay away from those there are um, lots of good resources um there are actually a lot of really cool kids books to teach about the Reformation. ABCs to with the Reformation, we have a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, do we really? Yeah, we really do. Yeah, and um, but yeah, October thirty first, fifteen seventeen, Martin Luther. I mean, literally put his life at risk to nail ninety five theses to the church door at Wittenberg. And um, do we agree with everything with Martin Luther? No, absolutely, absolutely not. not. No, but um, he even said like if they were, we willing, agree on the gospel though. Yeah. He he actually said if he was that he didn't mind having the Pope if they would just submit to Scripture if they could just admit that submit to Scripture that you can't sell grace mm-hmm. like he he'd be okay staying a Catholic yeah um, which I don't know if I would have gone that far that's why they called themselves reformers because right. they wanted to remain Catholic they wanted to keep the church together and um, yeah and and uh, Luther had to hide out most of his life try to castle him. And, yeah I mean he was on the run the rest of his days. Uh, John Calvin, one of the famous reformers, had to leave his home country because of persecution over this, and and move to move to Geneva and and plant churches there. And um, I mean, just the long history um, of persecution that they had to endure. It really is a a story of of preservation of God's church, God's I, true church. It's just a, like I think we should teach about the early church. I think the Reformation is a beautiful moment. But I want to tell a, a really fun story, a very romantic story. 
Oh. So I want to change the tone here. So Martin Luther was a, a priest. Um, he was a monk, actually, Augustinian monk, and he was able to get married. Um, he had been told his whole life that it was sinful and it was wrong, but he had come to realize, you know, priests ought to be married. So he would go to pre- he would go find priest will, and he would find them wives. He would actually find nuns. He would bring these nuns in on on greyhound buses and he would play matchmaker <laughs> and there was this one that got off the bus this one that was a little bit different her name was Catherine. she walked up to martin oh Catherine. oh Catherine. she was beautiful he said she said Catherine, um tell me your interests your likes swipe left swipe right i'm gonna show you some of these guys and she goes i didn't come here for them i came because i want to marry you martin and he goes, oh, I'm sorry, this, that's impossible. I'm not going to get married. I should not get married. Um, all these other men should, but I, I'm just not interested in being married. He and takes goes, another sip of his beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the more he did it, the more beautiful she got. <laughs> and eventually, um, eventually, he couldn't resist. And he said, uh, he said, okay, we'll go on a date, okay? Because she said, listen, I, I'm, I'm not leaving until you, you know, we spend some time together. Well, he married her and had like two... Like I mean, twenty kids, just a At ton, least. Of, ton of kids. And <laughs> and he writes that it, it 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 is. There's no one else on earth that uh, that could have made him as happy as Catherine. And so this day, I just want to sit back and celebrate true love too. This is like the greater Valentine's Day. It is when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, yeah. Could you um, share this again on our Valentine episode? <laughs> I was about the real Valentine. That's a tragic story. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Valentine's a tragic story. Well, so maybe maybe today is a better day for us to buy chocolates for our wives mm. and flowers. Or take them to other people's houses and they can give her chocolate. Saves money that way. <laughs> Win-win. I know I have to recoup the hundreds of dollars I've spent in candy. Right. <sighs> All right, so question. Were there any negative effects of the Reformation? None. Yes. Absolutely none. Yeah, okay. I think there was one. I, I think, actually, I do think the Catholic Church got something right. It was what I do. They got something right. The fear of a reformation um, was that that there would be the church would splinter, and you would now again. I don't know. I don't know the complete legitimate, but but they would they said that uh, the church would splinter, and then people anybody could make churches, and anybody could say anything about scripture, and you kind of see that in some sense where you see a zillion different churches to where it's actually a kind of a become a black like eye a, it's like a free-for-all <laughs> it is a free-for-all and you see people going oh there's like a zillion different churches if, if there was you know if god really wrote the bible why wouldn't they all just agree yeah um now it's silly it's not that that's silly logic um but it's definitely been a black eye and it's something that was kind of true Though the right answer wasn't, well, let's just all stay heretical in one church. <laughs> right. Yeah, it would be beautiful if there wasn't splintering off, and one day that will happen when Jesus returns. Yeah. So, you know, I like to um, kind of Google our topics sometimes and just see the random uh, questions. And unfortunately, I think I've given my phone a virus, especially from the last time I did that. Um, <laughs> but one question that I Gotta found— be careful in- <laughs> what you Google. You yeah. you can be surprised what you can find on the internet. Well, yeah. a lot of free um, stuff out there. I used to have my work email connected to my Google, and I oh. had to uh, quickly go and delete everything and hope they didn't see anything. But anyway, um, one of the questions that I found about the Reformation was: Should we have a modern day Reformation, or do we need one? Mm. Well, I would say uh, y- yes, but 
Martin Luther didn't start off to actually start a reformation, right? That wasn't his goal to start this giant political upheaval. Or this, in fact, there was something after Martin Luther um, hid away after being assassinated called the Peasants' Revolt in Germany, and he actually got really mad at all of them because he was like, "This is what I was trying to do. Like, I was just trying to protect the gospel." So I think if you had more Christians trying to just genuinely protect the gospel, you would mm-hmm. actually have a reformation. So I think if we just stopped being more, being less cowardly, then it would actually come. Yeah, I think I think given the amount of denominations that exist and. And the freedom that we have, <clears throat> right? I, I think I think given that um, in most parts of the world, um, you are free to worship. So I would say that you know, in places where you have like a religious state, like a false religion that's associated with the government, then yes, reform is needed. Um, but in most of the world where we're not being like burned at the stake for our religion, I don't think we need reform. I think we just need to stand for the gospel and walk in the truths of the Bible and let the Bible be our authority. And so because we're free, I think we just do that. Um, Luther and the, and the Christians that lived at that time were literally not free to to just let the Bible be their authority and preach the gospel of grace alone. They were not free to do that, and that's why reform was necessary. So that's, that's kind of my take on it. Any... Um because right now, if you don't like your church, you just leave it. You do. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Which is part of the black eye of it. But like, it is. I'll go on down the road. In the 1500s, you couldn't do that. You couldn't right. be like, oh, I'm mad at my priest. He said something in a sermon. I'm like, uh, I'm going to go was, to another there church. There was a church to that city. Yeah, it's like, that's if you want to be a Christian, that's your only option. Um, and so like now, now you know, we have a new problem. It's like people church hopping all the time, and yeah. we've we've created like consumer mentality. So if right. anything needs to be reformed, it's that. It's that like I need to stay in a local church with brothers and sisters in Christ, and even agree to disagree on certain things, and not just let um, tertiary issues like bounce me from local church to local yeah, church. That's good. Right? So. Do you guys have any last thoughts or um, anything that you'd like to include? No, I gotta keep eating my Reese's. I'm trying to eat 95 Reese's today you, in honor uh, of Martin Luther and Catherine. So. You uh, keep pulling them out of your pockets. You're pretty like, close. Like all your pockets. You're pretty close. I don't know how many. I've I know you so pulled many. one out of his shoe a minute ago. Like I'm like, where do you store all these things? This I've only eaten nine. So. so one last question, and then we will wrap up. Um, what give give our listeners if they don't um, if they don't know a lot about the Reformation, the history of it, or if they just want to learn more, or they want a good resource for their kids. Each of you give me. Um, a reference that would oh, be good. Can I give you three? Uh, sure. Okay. Since the, Will doesn't look like he has I'll, any. I'll allow it. There, there, yeah. Okay, so uh, there is a podcast called Five Minute Church History. Okay. Um, and it's, I think that's the name of it, and it's incredible. It does a lot with reformers, not just that, but it, so it will go, it will go on either side of the Reformation, but it will spend a lot of time on the Reformation, but it gives you these people in history and what they added and what they did for the faith and, and just really cool things like that. Um, there is a book that we have here, if anyone's interested. It's called The Reformation, um, Does It Still Matter? That, that you could pick up if you wanted it. Just let me know. Um, and as far as children are concerned... Um, I'll pull that over to Will. Will has some good suggestions. No, the only one I have is the ABCs of Reformation. So, and it's very basic, but um, but there, there's some funny stuff out there. Uh, uh, Lutheran satire is a funny YouTube channel. 
Uh, I was actually going to recommend going to YouTube for some of this because one of the things I thought was actually really helpful when I was learning about uh, the Reformation and Reformed theology was like video overviews because because I, I feel like that can that can be less daunting and scary than reading yep. a whole book about it. Yeah. So there are a ton of these. Some of them are like little cartoons or some of them are more like documentary style. Um, there's actually a really good documentary about Luther. I think it's called Luther. Um, oh, yeah. There's a, well, there's on, a Was it on Netflix or I can't remember. I don't I know. It. It's a, you talking about the movie or the documentary? Documentary. Oh, okay. There's also there's a movie. There's a movie, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd recommend both those. It's a I solid mean, C-plus movie. Well, you know, it's still going to be educational. Movie. Um, I, I don't think I've seen the movie. I've only seen the documentary, but it's the documentary's up. good. Um, but yeah, those types of things, and then and then like the you know twenty minute YouTube videos that are going to give an overview of of the impact of the Reformation in history. I'd highly recommend that. And then the theology that comes out of it, I think, is really important too. And so, um, I was going to recommend a book called "What Is Reformed Theology" by R.C. Sproul. Um, pretty short book, but it's it's super helpful. We might have a copy or two of it around here somewhere. I'm not sure, but we sure can enough. find you one. Um, but if you're interested in that, I think um, to understand what the Reformers were actually fighting for theologically, um, Sproul does a good job nailing that down. Yeah. So, uh, the reason I mentioned Lutheran satire, it is, it is a it is a joke. I mean, it, it's a video of a bunch of jokes, but like it really does tell you a little bit about what you can you can you can learn from it too. My favorite study Bible. You know you know what it is. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. It's the, your Lutheran study Bible. My Lutheran study Bible falling apart. I love it. I bought another one. I have two. You bought yeah. another one, the exact same one. Exact same one. Yeah, you leave it laying around the church all I have, the time. I have one here and I have one at home. Yeah. I find it like <laughs> places like it's on the coffee bar. It's in it's in the seats in, in the, the bathroom sanctuary. It's yeah, it's yeah on the no back doubt. of the toilet. It's on my desk. It's it's everywhere. It's never been on your desk. But I do. I it do. Has. I do. That's because you probably looked at it. No, you put it there. No, and leave it there. No. You're trying to give. Little subtle hints, right? Trying to make yeah. me Lutheran. <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite study Bible. All right, you all have any other thoughts? Not a single not, thought behind not, these eyes. Not about the topic. I've thought <laughs> as I've like no. stared at you. I've thought oh, okay. the 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 line between orange and brown. It's very. It's very subtle. It is. Sometimes you can. Like really, just get right on. Like the Browns have an is. orange helmet, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's a brown helmet. I don't know. Ah, the mysteries. Orange, orange. <laughs> oh my god! And you say orange really strangely. Orange, I do say that. orange. Orange. Yeah, it's like a pirate. It's the it's the hipster one, man. It's the hat. Orange. Then he gets him orange. What's what's the thing you like? Don't you like some orange coffee? No, it's not orange. It's tea. No, it's a tea. What's it called? The I tea know. I like, yeah, chai. He has some chai latte. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought, I thought I had like a. There's nothing orange. Citrus. Okay, I you can't could add some orange in there. I feel weird saying orange now. Orange. Orange. All right. Well, this orange. is like an awkward ending. So, what? all right, take okay. us home, Heather. Here it is. She's gonna give the best ending ever. All right. Here we go. I know Boom, you've been practicing. <laughs>